Hey guys, this is AJ Urbina, writer and illustrator, and you're listening to Top 5 Comics Podcast. Welcome to Top 5 Comics Podcast, people talking about comics, pop culture, and events. With us today, we're joined by the ignomatic Bob. That's the Bob. The Bob. The Bob. That's true. (laughs) And we still have not figured out how to make Bob points work in the world. No, we haven't. No, it's a whole other project. And we shop worked at some fire people, and they couldn't figure it out. I don't don't know what we're going to do with that. And I am CBS, um, Comic Steve. Uh, So today we're doing the next installment of our Colorado Springs Comic Con Special Editions. This is from the 2023 Comic-Con. And who do we have today? So today what we're going to be running for you is the uh, panel with Cassandra Peterson. Better oh, known very nice. Right. Better known as Elvira, the Mistress of the Dark, who is the hostess with the mostess. And oh, just definitely. Fantastic lady. Um, and, and we've grown up with this woman. Oh, 100%. It's actually super funny because on the, in the thing you're about to listen to, she's asked a couple of times about whether she was local in different regions. And the way they designed her show, she explains the whole thing. The way they designed her show, not just because it was partially because budget was cheap is just all get out. But they designed it in a way that it could look like it was from anybody's home studio from any network. So when the other network started picking it up, everybody thought Elvira was being made in their city. Nice. Because the way it looked was as if it was being made in their city. Yeah. And it it did have that very local feel. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, like, that was all part of the design of it by just happenstance. And she talks about that for a minute in there, how that was a thing, and how everyone's just continues to ask her for years where they were filming. She actually tells us where they were doing it, and I do not remember because I'm a fat person. Yeah, well, that's all right. As a thing, that doesn't make me bad. I just don't remember Bob. I know. But as a thing, yeah, it's a whole, like thing that so many people that watched her and back in those days the way that UHF and VA and uh, local TV stuff was done that's what it looks like now that's not necessarily a thing anymore nowadays I mean most people have like a news station that does their own thing and everything's, everything's high much and, more polished yeah is yeah. Uh, far more put, put together as a thing but yeah so that's what we're going to run for you so again enjoy Cassandra because she's fantastic and now we'll be back with you in just a second You know what? You guys heard the mysterious voice keeping con rules. But we do have what we call angry geeks rules. They are set by mysteries. One of the things that you are tired of answering, answer so many times, questions that you're like, oh, not this again. Um, Are they real? No. I'm really tired of that. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, probably, how did you get to be Elvira? But, you know, I've probably been asked that 100 billion zillion times. Alright, so don't ask that. No, 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 I'll, I'll answer. I'll give you the reader's digest version if anybody doesn't know. Alright, alright. So there you go. Well, that's one. Uh, what's it like being an action figure, being a comic book character, and what's it like being someone that is adored by millions. Wow, pretty awesome, I gotta tell you. <laughs> you guys should do it. 
I mean, the great thing about action figures and comic book characters is they don't get old. <laughs> oh, come on now. You're only, what, 28? <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have the car? For what? The car. Oh yes, I got the car, the macabre mobile. It said, did anybody ever see the makeover they did on um, yes. counting cars? Yeah. Well, the car is parked right now in Las Vegas at Danny Danny Coker's uh, macabre museum he has there. So if you're in Vegas, stop by and say hi to the macabre mobile. It's sitting there, it looks awesome. You have to drive it over. I don't drive it yet, we usually have it on display. I had it in LA in the Peterson Museum, had it um, in a, a big store in LA, have it out, not scary farm. So I don't get much opportunity to just drive you it around. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, if you haul it out there, if you haul it out, you're paid for it. Call Steve Con. Hey, get to the yeah. con. It's not something you would drive to the con because you would not make it. Oh. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if anybody has a question, please just raise your hand and we will get to the. No, you have enough questions yet. <laughs> I remember. What's your name? Uh, Bob. Bob, what's your question? Oh, the nice way to bring down the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's, um, my friend Paul Rubens, he asked about it, uh, if I could share a fond memory. Um, I have so many memories of Paul. I'm actually flying out here tonight to attend his funeral tomorrow morning in LA. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. You can leave, Bob. My God. Any other questions? Please bring up the room. What's your name again? I remember you too. My voice. She asked how I kept my voice in such a strong and good condition. That is one of the things I always think my voice is just sounds terrible. It's so I don't know. I heard I heard myself on that on my uh, uh, book, you know, that I I did the uh, audio for the book. And I, oh my God, I couldn't stand it. The one person said I sounded like Sylvester the Cat. Whoa! That was a bummer. <laughs> but um. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know, I feel i feel like my voice is, is sort of shot. I mean, you know, talked, I talk so much that, you know, wore it out. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. It's, a, it's a very often very uh, gravelly because, um, I don't know, I can't stand dryness and air conditioning and everything, so, yeah, I don't know. So I've met someone who actually said, oh, you should go to voice uh, lessons so you get your voice not so old sounding. Oh, oh, all these bummers. And Bob, I still feel sorry for you. I, it's too soon for me to talk about Paul. I'm, 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 I can't tell you. Destroy. Anyway, oh, change the subject. Yeah, thanks, Bob. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm not mad at you at all. I just it's really hard for you. Sorry. Starting off on public access television, I'll get one second, okay, buddy? Alright, um, starting off on public access television must have been, it was hard for me. How was it for you? And how did you break into public access television? Well, it wasn't actually what I started on was not public access. It looked like it, and I'll tell you why, because it was so low budget, but it was, um, 
I was at KHJ TV in LA, and it was a local station. Okay. So they had no money. My show looked like it was shot for a dollar fifty. And I was like, "What's your money? I'm here a dollar twenty-five. Oh, ninety-five cents. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so the show was at this local little station in LA. Even though it was LA, it was a low-budget TV local TV station. And then we were able to get it syndicated, which they did back in the day. And that means they, they sold that show to all these markets around the country. So it ended up on local stations and possibly even some cable access. Um, but, it, but I never actually did a show for cable access. I just, really? I just looked like I did. That's <laughs> why I discovered you. Uh, I, I grew up and that's where I discovered you on our local public access. I'm sure that's where it went. I was like, wow. And then when I was approached to, I was at a convention doing this, and they're like, hey, you're on TV. I'm like, I will watch you. sure. So I would have immediately, it popped into my head. So you really It seemed like I was there, but I wasn't. Well, it wasn't in, so. What? No, goodness. No, no, no. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, we're not blaming for everything today, Bob. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah. Hey, buddy, what's your name? Ice broken nail. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> what's your name? What's my favorite horror movie? Oh, good heavens. There are so many. I mean, the horror movies I like happened way, 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 way before you were born. So, yeah, so. Uh, you would not know any, but if you can find them somewhere on streaming, you should check them out. But I love the movie House on Haunted Hills. Uh, oh, the big surprise, and it, the original one, the original one from the 50s. It's the, it's the movie that right here in Colorado Springs at the Chief Theater, which they tore it down, which was the most beautiful theater in the world. Thanks, Bob. And I saw that movie here. I saw that movie here, and um, it changed my life. I'm telling you, I saw that movie and it went, boing. You know, I was like, what's this? Horror? Oh my God. And I was scared by it, but I was also like, ooh, I want more, I want more. And uh, that got me hooked. That got me addicted. So that's going to still be my favorite, favorite horror movie. Thanks. That was a good question, Dan. Okay, he had his yeah, hand up first before you. What's your name? Hi, uh, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi. Uh, why were you here to see when you saw that movie? Why was I here? I was raised here. Really? I, really? I, didn't know um, I was born in Manhattan, Kansas. And uh, <laughs> and then my town was uh, evacuated for a uh, to, so we could flood the valley and create Tunkirk Dam. And myself, my mom and dad, my two sisters, all my aunts, all my uncles, all my grandparents, everybody moved to Colorado Springs because they had one aunt here and they decided to go where the other answer. <laughs> so we moved here when I was seven. Are you from here? Uh, no, 25 years now. Oh, 25 years. But I went, I went to uh, um, Ivy Wild Elementary oh, School. Okay. I went to South Junior High School, which is no longer there, I don't think. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> and I went to uh, Palmer High School. I graduated from Palmer. 1969. Wow. So, uh, and then I left about uh, a day later. <laughs> <laughs>
I moved to Vegas. But so I spent a good long time here. Um, I don't know if any of you go to Elvira.com, but if you go there down at the bottom, uh, you can go to my Instagram page or Facebook or whatever. I made a little tour uh, a couple of days ago, walking around the town and showing the highlights of my life, that where I lived and and uh, the schools I attended and all that. So. If it, yeah, check that out. But I know Colorado Springs, at least this side of the town, very, very well. All right. Yeah, what's your name? My name is Frank, and I was wondering if there's still talks about the Elvira cartoon TV show. Oh, there's always talks about the Elvira cartoon TV show. He wanted to know if, if uh, uh, you know, I very often get into deals about with animation. And I've done several, like did Scooby Doo special for Halloween not long ago. That was the last one. but. Um, we talk to people all the time about doing an animated film or an animated, um, uh, you know, just series. But so far, nothing going on, but I don't give up. I just get like a pit bull. I just keep going after it. Um, I do have a movie project coming up, and I do have a book project coming up. I unfortunately cannot talk about them, but I'm very excited about those, so I'm concentrating more on, on that right now. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Oh, way, way in the back. What's your name? Uh, I'm Preston. I'm Preston. Well, come, come, come up here. Yes, sorry, we can't hear you. <coughs> and you guys probably can't hear the questions when somebody asks, yeah. can, you, yeah, can you? I need to repeat them, so, so sorry. I don't know. about over all the years I've had a lot of merchandise. I still do it. He's asking what are some of my favorites. Um, the mouse pad was a pretty good one. I must say that was my own idea. <laughs> I know it's very good for your wrist. Uh, people with carpal tunnel syndrome enjoy it. And a lot of horny old guys enjoy it too. Thanks, <laughs> Bob. And also, I have it. Smelly car thing that hung in the car. This is so crazy about that. But I've had some awesome merchandise. I think maybe one of my favorites is uh, the pinball machine, which I have four now, I think. Four, three, three, four, three, and then a little special one that's going to be coming out. Um, but yeah, I love pinball all my life. So getting my own pinball machines was kind of like one of the highlights of my life. But we have a lot of new merchandise, guys, coming out. So check out viral.com. You see that we have a clothing line coming up and some really awesome, awesome Halloween things. I do. So check that out. Thanks for asking. You're like, are you my PR guy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much. Before we get to your question, being at a convention. Yep, we'll get to you next. Um, being at a convention and seeing people in cosplay. How does that make you feel? Oh, I love when people dress up cosplay because, you know, I spent like however 35 years uh, having Halloween every day wearing <laughs> a costume. So for me, that's perfectly normal. So seeing people in cosplay and actually uh, participating in the whole vibe of Comic Cons and horror conventions um, is really fun. When they show up as oh, when they show up as me at Comic Cons, I love it, I love it. Um, yeah, when I see other women, Men, children, dogs, whatever dresses me. Uh, it's very flattering. I just, I just point out 
Um, stay out of the way of the front of my car. No, I, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I very thankful that the people stand up and take a look. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, you. Look at her. Not what it takes. She got all the parts. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I had it. I've been dressing as a virus since 1985. Oh, you sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> so today I'm your hostess. Welcome, 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 have I ever worked for, with, with Vincent Pice? He wanted to know. Many, many times. In the early days of being Elvira, there was not a an award show, a convention, a, a TV talk show that didn't invite Vincent and me, and sometimes Stephen King, or you know, whoever was happening back in the day there. And so Vincent and I saw, saw so much of each other that we became really, really good friends and um, hung out for, for many, many years. So yeah, it was, and that was a thrill for me. And the first time I met him, he actually did my TV show, Moving the Cobb, which when, I, when he said he would do it, I really, I almost died on the spot. I couldn't believe it, but he was my childhood hero, and to have him come on and work on my show for like $325 was like, are you kidding? You know, I met him there, and he was just a wonderful, wonderful guy, and one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. I told him, we missed your calling, you should have been a comedian. So yeah, uh, we had a long, nice uh, relationship, and uh, I miss him, he's a wonderful guy. That was my next question, uh, being at a convention, you, we have a term, you know, fanboy, fangirl, and a lot of people get so excited to see you see other celebrities. I was going to ask, did you ever fangirl out seeing someone? Oh. <laughs> did I fangirl out seeing someone? You should see me. I can't stop myself. I, most recently, I was in a convention, and <laughs> my manager was still embarrassed, and the guy who works with me. The actor from the Outlanders, Sam Hugan. Do you guys know who he is? He's laughing. Look. I saw him. I go flying across the room and jump on him. I think I wrapped my legs around him. I, it was so embarrassing. For you or for him? No, I was like, what am I doing? I just leech onto him, like a big giant leech, and like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, and he's like, get this room off of me. It was, it was insane. I lost, I lost my brain, kind of, didn't I? Really? It was really embarrassing. I think there's probably a video of it on, online somewhere, but my God, I'm like, I'm way too old to do this, but I do it all the time. Yeah, I have a few people who. I mean, oh my God, the Beatles. I was fortunate enough to meet all the Beatles except for John Lennon, who was my favorite. Um, but oh dear Lord, when I met them, I mean, uh, it was embarrassing again. I, I just go nuts. So that's why I understand fans and how they feel about someone who they grew up with, who was a big part of their life. And that's why I do my very best to always treat my fans well, because um, 
I know how it feels, you know, to to like just love somebody and have them be somebody that you idolized and uh, that's why I just don't get some actors who yeah, you know, treat their fans less than like royalty. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay. Your time there's always a time constraint with me, unfortunately, but I would just like to, you know, hug everybody. All right, before you and the young lady in the back, you want to come up here since you're so far back? Thank you. You got the wireless mic right there. Thank you. Okay, put, it, put it on. Thanks, Bob. What's your name? Isabel. I like your t-shirt. Thank you. I just wanted to ask, um, does Elvira have any eyeshadow palette recommendations? Oh, does Elvira have any eyeshadow recommendations? <laughs> well, first of all, I happen to have an Elvira eye makeup kit coming out soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. Do you know Scott? Oh, yeah, and in time for Halloween, and it's from NECA. Okay. A subsidiary of NECA, yeah. But if you go to elvira.com again, you can find it. Uh, yeah, wow, that was perfect. During the video presentation, we'll just have it. Elvira.com, right? Yeah, and it does have instructions and it has all the colors. And, you know, I mean, it's very helpful. It, uh, putting on the makeup takes a while, you know. But uh, thank you for asking. Elvira.com, thank you. Can I get the bring it up here? Yeah. This gentleman next with that act. So I don't hold it, hold it. What's your name? My name is Trenton. And I don't feel like my mom and like many other people her age grew up admiring you and idolized you and you were the example of the women. Did you ever feel pressured knowing that what you do in the public is also what people also do as they admired you? Well, yes, I thought of that. <laughs> um, I put out my autobiography and I, I felt like I had to be completely truthful about a lot of things I did that weren't entirely fabulous, you know. And um, But I hope that the good part will influence people and that they'll learn from it. And I think one of the most important parts is that, um, you know, as women in particular, it's very often more difficult, I hate to tell you, to get ahead in your career. It doesn't matter if you show business or what it is. And there are a lot of obstacles that are putting away. And so I hope that my autobiography, there's a lot of juicy gossip in there, but I hope you can kind of get through that and see that um, women can do what they want to do. They just need to keep on plugging and, and keep going and kind of work as twice as hard as guys to get there, but I hope that uh, from the book and from my life story, it, it will be inspiring, in particular to women. I did not it, but um, yeah, thank, thanks for asking that. So, yeah, there, there are a lot of things I've done in my life that I, I wasn't proud of, believe me. <laughs> um, most of them I kept out of the book, but some are in there. <laughs> thanks, Bob. Hey, buddy, what's your name? Hello. Yeah. Uh, my name is Cristiano, and I'm wondering, what was your favorite episode that you played in? Oh, my favorite episode oh. was Movie Macabre. Um, I had like, oh, I think somewhere close to 500 episodes, so it's hard to pick one. But one of the ones, it wasn't my favorite, it was my least favorite, but it was the audience is one of their favorites, and that was Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I was going to say that. Have you ever seen it? 
That was uh, I just that, but um, I don't know. I, I had some other other very obscure movies that I liked maybe better. That uh, like Pigs. Whoever heard of Pigs? It was awesome. Pigs ate people. It was great. Um, and I don't know. Maya of Living Dead. I have to say, probably the best movie I ever played on my show. And I think I aired it three times with different um, different uh, wraparounds in the monologue that I did, but. Uh, I love Night of the Living Dead. It's a super classic. It still holds up, and I feel like it's really a movie. So, thanks. Good question. Mr. Oh, I'm not going to What's your name? Hi. Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm not going to Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm Brett. Okay, there we go. Uh, I'm Brett. I was just wondering if you missed cosplaying Elvira at Comic-Cons, and what your involvement in your comic book is. Okay, so if it's like, what, uh, my involvement with Comic-Con, with comic book, is, uh, uh, I, I, I'm very, very involved. They're waiting on me right now to okay stories, okay art, coloring, lettering, everything. I get involved in it all. They do it, of course, they're much more knowledgeable than me at Dynamite. Um, and they have a wonderful writer. Uh, but I've been through everything you write. James Payne, Delete Payne, Zach Payne, and um, but they do a fantastic job. They do all the heavy lifting over there. But I have to okay it all. So uh, I really enjoyed working with them. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the Dynamite comics. It's my fourth comic book series. I had DC, Marvel, and then um, you know, so anyway, thanks for that. And uh, do I enjoy cosplaying as Elvira? Uh, I'm afraid to answer it. <laughs> I mean, I've done it for how many years? 45 years? You know, dressed up in that costume? I mean, I think you got to ask drag queens too. You know, how do you like putting that on after 45 years? You know, so, it kind of gets. Um, and I guess, I hate to say it, you know, it gets old. It gets uh, really hard to do, and you know, as you age, it gets harder to do. And the heels that broke my foot on RuPaul's Drag Race a couple years ago, and I'm unable to wear high heels anymore. And uh, so that kind of ended my Elvira cosplay. But, um, but, you know, Elvira's still around in all different forms, and uh, I'm glad to wear something a lot more comfy. <laughs> okay, young lady. What's your name? Sorry, my hands are sweaty. I'm super nervous. My name's Amanda. Um, just thank you. Cosplaying Elvira is like one of the very few confidence boosts I have. It makes me feel so amazing. But I was wondering, what is your favorite Elvira line that you've ever said? I am today. How's your head? That's probably my favorite line. And I wrote it, so of course it's my favorite. But I don't know if you guys know that line from my movie. Uh, How's your head? Uh, Bob, my boyfriend, asks, yeah. and I say, haven't had any place lately. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is, that is probably my top number one line. The one I use most is, um, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. And it comes in very handy, I got to tell you. You guys are welcome to use it. 
as long as you don't put it on t-shirts. <laughs> I was going to ask, how fun was the movie to make? Because the movie is, is a staple in our house to watch during Halloween. Uh, we own it on uh, Blu-ray, DVD, and we have it on VHS. So, yeah, yeah it's a good movie. You're welcome. Believe it or not, there is a comic of that movie, part of the Marvel Universe. It's a graphic novel, so go up to a vendor and see if you can find it, and you can have it autograph it. There is a graphic novel like that. I happen to have it in my collection. Um, Joe Dusko did a great job drawing. I love leather cover. Oh, it's beautiful. Go see if you can find it. If you can find it, hey, there you go. Have an autograph. Um, but the movie, the movie was yes. that's how it was to do. It was a, one of the most fun experiences I ever had in my life. I just had a great group of people I worked with. We laugh and have fun every day on the set. I mean, there were some difficult days, like being tied to a stake for like 24 hours with fire and rain and children and dogs. That was not fun. Well, that's what I was going to ask. What was more difficult, the dog or the baby in the beginning? No, you didn't work with the baby in the beginning. That was supposed to be I, Well, you know, I, I, I did. I mean, I was okay. just as Cassandra and I went out there working yeah. on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, the deal with the baby, and that was an all-night shoot. I mean, the baby was actually twins, which they always do, so they, because they the babies go to work for a couple minutes, you know, at a time. And so they keep swapping out the baby, swapping out the baby. Um, and working with the dogs was always, um, it's always challenging. They're, they're obviously very well-trained dogs, but that dog that played dog was like a little bastard. <laughs> I love dogs, love, 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 love dogs. And that dog bit and nipped and didn't listen to anything but what the trainer was doing, you know? And you go to pet him. I mean, I have photos of me holding dog, and you'll see in every picture my face is terrified. That's because I know he's going to bite me any second. But um, yeah, the working with the children and working with animals is challenging. But also, it was November in LA, which is not like, you know, Colorado, but. Well, it was probably about 35, 30 degrees, and it was an all-night shoot, and I was tied to a stake, and I was uh, engulfed with flames around me, and we had to wait for the dog to do the scene right, we had to wait for the little kids, who were, the, the, the girl scouts who were roasting weenies in my, my pyre, and uh, so it went on forever and ever, I, just, I didn't know if I would live through it, I was either burning hot or freezing cold, it, it was just uh, challenging, yeah. But other than that, the movie was fantastic. Um, I wrote it with my friend Sam, uh, Sam Egan and John Paragon, who John Paragon played John B. in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And um, he was my writing partner for 27 years. We wrote everything together. And uh, it was just an amazing experience. Long answer, but I think I think that shows in the movie because I think you see that everybody in the movie was having a good time and enjoying themselves. It was such a good time watching the movie. So I said anything. If it was anything like that, it must have. I cut you, man. I love that. <laughs> Another question for the crowd. Yes, right there. What's your name? Hello. <laughs> this is Dog. Um, actually, Nick Raven with Fire Springs City. I had a couple questions for you. He's right there in the, the I'm cosplaying as Kevin Smith today. Um, 
So when we moved out here in seventh grade, 97, one of the first things they tell you when you go to a District 11 school is that Palmer is where Cassandra Peterson, AKA Viber, graduated. So I was wondering what you thought of that, at being basically part of the uh, welcoming kit. And then uh, when are you gonna campaign to replace the General Palmer statue with a Vira. <laughs> Good idea. Oh, yeah. No, I always hear, I, every time I run into somebody who's gone to Palmer, or their, their mother went to Palmer, or their grandmother, or their daughter, their child, it's, it's crazy how many generations have been there because I think it started in like 1871 or something. That's when I went there. Um, <laughs> how I make my living so I like that it's based on a character and I own the rights to the character so I can pretty much make or do any merchandise I want um, if it's licensed by me I get I get complete control of how it looks how my image looks what's written on the box everything so I keep I have very fine parameters that I keep that between um, and believe it or not sometimes things are too classy I have to like Unclassified, you know. I have to make, like I go. This is I, my perfume at first. Uh, the company wanted to make it like this is a hundred years ago, but they wanted to make it like white diamonds from Elizabeth Taylor. And I go, hey, nobody is going to be buying my perfume. That's Saks Fifth Avenue. So we we called it evil and we put it in drugstores, and it sold really, really great. So yeah, it's more like a bar's kind of a beer drinking gal. She's not like you know, sipping Chardonnay. So. Yeah, thanks for that question. What's your name? Tom, Steve, CBS. You're fantastic first. Um, there is actually Elvira and Vincent uh, Price comic book also, if you were to ask about Vincent earlier in the audience. My question is, on the second movie, do you have a favorite part of that second movie you can tell us about? The second movie, Elvira's Haunted Hills. Yeah. Now, that movie was a challenge. I'll tell you, my first movie, um, long, sour grape story did not make a lot of money because the day my movie came out, the distribution company, which is really the most important part of filmmaking, if you don't get it distributed everywhere, nobody can go see it. The day my movie came out, the distribution company went bankrupt. And my movie, instead of being released in thousands and thousands of theaters, was released in about 300 theaters. Even if Star Wars came out, tomorrow, I was released at 300 theaters, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do it well, it wouldn't make any money. It's so, like the theater in my hometown, it's always fun. Well, they're lucky, because like a handful of theaters, I believe about 300 or something. In the Casino Theater, Rare, Massachusetts. 
didn't make a lot of money, so basically what they say, they see how much the box office is for a movie, and they go, we want you to do another one. Well, the box office was very, very bad for that movie, and nobody wanted to do another Elvira movie. So years and years and years went by, we couldn't get another Elvira movie deal. Nobody wanted to do it in Hollywood. So we decided, we'll do it ourselves. <laughs> oh, God, don't ever do that. Um, yeah, so I took a million dollars, like at that time, about all the money I had, and we made this movie in Romania where it cost a lot, lot less to shoot in Hollywood. Um, but many, many challenges there, um, you know, as far as filmmaking go. Um, so that movie was a, a, kind of a struggle. Um, my husband was the producer, I was the writer and the star, and we were going through a divorce at the same time. So working with someone who's your boss who you're divorcing with, I would never, never recommend that. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Um, so it was a very, very challenging movie. I'm happy with the product and how it came out, finally. I, I like it, but it was a real, real, real struggle to get made. And um, ultimately, made the money back, thank God. But uh, didn't get white with distribution or anything, so it was kind of the opposite of, of Mr. Something you know, and much, much, much more low budget. So anyway. Thanks for asking. It's still fantastic. Yeah, thank you. I, I like it. I just saw a screening out the other day at Portland, Oregon, and um, the crowd freaking loved it. It went crazy. So, so that was a good feeling. All right, we have time for one more <laughs> question. All right, we'll do two. We'll do two. Good. Okay, um, whoa. Uh, okay, we'll do three if you give me five bucks. What's your name? Hi. Joyce. Hi. Hi. Um, quick question. In the last few years, you've done several cameos on different sitcoms and that. Has there been one sitcom that stood out where the cast was just over, they were very welcoming? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'll try to make these brief so we can get to the other questions. But this is your time. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, no, it's good. The Goldbergs, um, which is not a show I had ever seen or anything, but I can't tell you how sweet and adorable those kids on that show were that they were just we had a blast it was so fun and nice to work with so that was a, um yeah it's always a pleasure because there are shows i won't mention any names but that are done where like the stars are uh, so full of themselves they're kind of they make it not so fun yeah but they were great hey your name uh hello my name is Epiphania and when we first met, you asked me where my name came from. So I was wondering, where did Elvira come from, the name? When did it come to you? Oh, the, the name Elvira was really weird. I thought you were going to ask Cassandra, which was, I mean, Cassandra actually came from my dad's ex-girlfriend before my mother. I don't know. I was wondering about that one. But Elvira, I was supposed to be called Vampira. Yeah, and uh, they had Milo Bernie there on board. Um, they were going to use her name and pay her the weekly check to use the name. And I was going to be the new vampire or whatever. I had to come up with my own character, but I did want to use that name. On um, the day of my first shoot in LA, a lawyer came in and said, Vampire doesn't want you to use the name. And if you use it, we'll see you. So, we're like, okay. Um, so they said, change the name. And we, um, everybody that was on the set, the director, the cameraman, the hair and makeup person, we all wrote down a name that we thought it should be. 
All right, like a dummy, wrote Cassandra. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't pick that up. I'm confusing that little bit. Um, and anyway, I reached in the can and I picked the name of Obama. And I go, what the heck is that? That's a country western star, what is it? And it was too bad. I picked that name and that's the name we went with. And uh, it's Seth, yeah. And that very, very same week, um, the Oak Ridge Boys came out with that song on the Bible, which was just coincidence. <laughs> had nothing to do with me, I had nothing to do with them, and we've talked about it together many times. So, total coincidence came out the same way. So, one kind of popped up the other, which was great. Thanks. What's your name? You don't have to pay me five bucks, you can ask. Alan? Hi, Alan. My first exposure to you was watching you on Channel 12, usually after coming home from the bar, which is the perfect time to watch you on. Don't say exposure. <laughs> There's that. Um, so my question, and Channel 12 always made it kind of come off like you were there. Did you ever work with Channel 12 up in Brookfield back when you were independent? I did not, and that's the funny thing. For years and years and years, everybody goes, oh, you grew up in so-and-so town. You grew up here, or your show was on here. And that's the point that I was saying. My show looked so cheesy and low budget that everybody just thought that couldn't possibly be made in Hollywood. Well, that's yeah, access and stuff. So no, I never went to or appeared at any of those stations. I was doing it all back from uh, LA. Yeah, but thanks for asking. Yeah, it had that that nice made in your own garage look. Yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> most of them did, even mine that I worked at. And coming home to the bar is a perfect time to watch your guarantee. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Yeah, so what going to come what, what I need you guys to do, oh my god, what I need you guys to do is first give Cassandra a big round of applause. Hope you all enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed it the day that it, that I got to sit through and and participate in said panel. Um, that's I, I have always enjoyed Elvira. Oh no, she, she's great. And like as far as presentation and humor and just the way she talks in general, like the personality that Elvira is is Cassandra. And there's actually something that's sort of in there with. So in the in, whenever we learned how the Elvira name got picked. It's funny because all the people there wrote different names. They put it into a hat. They drew the hat out. And Cassandra, and she do like you just heard, Cassandra wrote Cassandra. Which she says was stupid, but that's not the truth. The truth is Elvira is Cassandra. She just, her personality is the character. Right. Which is awesome. So I would say not stupid. I would say that Elvira was the right choice because... It was a random select choice, and the fact that it was random select is also even crazier. Yes. I mean, now with all the branding, all the makeup, all the action pickers, all the appearances, all the pop vinyls, all the stuff that is Elvira's stuff, man. Just imagine how weird it would have been if one of the other names got picked out of there. Yeah. Totally different universe, right? Right. Especially if it was Cassandra. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Entirely different thing. <laughs> but she very much is the embodiment of what the character is. And like the way she tells jokes and the way she makes jokes is yeah. entirely from that. And so it, even when she's in interviews as Cassandra Peterson, she oh, yeah. comes across as Elvira. Well it's, it's all it's all her yeah. humor. I yeah. mean even just talking to me when I got to talk to her for a couple minutes at her booth, 
it, it's in it's in a full embodiment. It's just it's awesome. Nice. Well, I mean, that's it for that episode. Um, thanks for hanging out with us and listening to uh, Miss Peterson talk because she's fantastic. Um, as a thing, go check out our website. She also has an Instagram as well, so go follow that. Uh, follow our Instagram while you're doing that as well, Top 5 Comics Podcast uh, on Instagram. And uh, check out the website, top5comicspodcast.com. And if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, uh, I mean, please do. Yes. Numbers are important in the world to somebody. To some people. Yeah. Yeah, but we appreciate having you around anyway. Yeah, we like that somebody's out there. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, Taki, Bob? Taki. Taki. Taki.